Hello and welcome to In Search of Tracks podcast. This is the last episode of the year and my name is Pete. And my name is Bob and it is the last episode of the year. Pete, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I just watched my nephew for an hour and he <laughs> okay. had foot and mouth disease. Yo! And, my, 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 and my, my brother told me after the fact. So now I'm like, am I going to get sick? <laughs> no, you're an adult. You're an adult. This only kids get it. My, uh, my daughter okay. had it for uh man so essentially a while back but um her it's it's going around right now um got it um it was going around earlier in the fall for sure uh she i got a call so my daughter goes to daycare three days a week monday wednesday friday it was a friday i had a lot to it was actually a week where she went and on thursday because my significant other was out of town so usually i try to get an extra day in there so I can, you know, get things done that I need to get done and not be full-time parent, uh, solo parent at that point. But they call me. So Thursday she goes in Friday, I get a call at like nine 45. I had dropped her off like an hour and a half before and like, Hey, she's just not herself. We don't know what's going on, but you know, we'll, we'll call you soon and let you know. And you know, maybe you should pick her up. I'm like, okay, you know, and it's your kid. So you just do it. Right. Sure. But man, I had a lot that I was getting done. I had a lot to get done. And, uh, they called me back and said, yeah, she's just out of it. So I go pick her up, had a fever, whatever. Next day, hand, foot, mouth bad rash on her hands, her feet, and her around her mouth. Um, Bomber. Took about a week. Uh, she was essentially attached to me um, like a, a <clears throat> koala bear on a tree. Like, just wouldn't... And anytime I'd put her down, she's like, no, you can't put me down. <laughs> so, uh, so I did what you do if you have an 18-month-old like that. And you just do a lot of relaxing. So um, you'll be fine. Uh, I didn't get a lick of it, so. Yeah, no, I'm not actually too worried, but it was a it was a funny brother move to tell me this after the fact, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good job, brother. Yeah. Um, well done. Um, was it a good year? Was it a good year for you, Pete? Um, pretty good year. I think so. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know, at this point, even if it was a bad year, fuck it. It was you a know? year. You know it's what I mean? It's all good. Yeah. It's a good day to have a good day. Uh, we, we, every every morning you wake up breathing is a good day. That's what I'm saying. Well, how many more like weird... Uh, I should pull up a list of like uh, <laughs> uh, praise the day um, idioms. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Um, uh, toot one horn. What was it? Idiom? <laughs> Uh, have a have a good one. A cordial a cordial good day to you. What? Uh, the car's ready for you. Have a good one. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to use the that. Car's one. Ready the car's for ready you. for you. Encouraging cheer of good luck. Good luck. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Pete, uh, there we go. It's going to be can you feel the looseness? Yeah, the, we're the, so the loose. is off. We're loose <laughs> keeping it light um but Got those holiday um, pounds, you know, before the new geez. year. Jeez. Oh, um, I do want to say, uh, in terms of for In Search of Tracks, it's been a really big year. Um, a lot of you have been telling people about it. Um, a lot of new listeners, uh, a lot of people who go through and binge and let us know. And that's exactly what podcasts are for in general. 
Um, especially a podcast like In Search Tracks, where outside of an episode like this and some inane chatter at the beginning, typically it's pretty evergreen and you can listen to these whenever you want, can, and feel like it. So we really appreciate it. We get a lot of positive feedback and it's, um, it doesn't just go unnoticed, but it's the uh, wind beneath our wings. Absolutely. Thank you for all the support. If you ever go back in the in the timeline and check out some earlier episodes and you have thoughts, don't be afraid to let us know. Um, oh, no. Yo, those are so we can fun. Always, yeah, we can always mention those on the mailbag and stuff like that. So yeah, it's I love when people... I love doing the deep dive and kind of rediscovering things. Once I, you know, get into a thing, you kind of go back in time and see what happened earlier. So do it with our podcast and uh, you might have fun. Maybe, maybe you won't, but tell us about that too. Yes. All of the above. Pete, what are we doing today? We are going to talk about our 2022 lists. So it's not really our favorite albums of the year, Mm, but it's kind of like, what were we vibing on this year? Maybe what it's new we, records. What, maybe what were it's, we rocking? Yeah, right. Yeah, but maybe it's maybe we rediscovered something old. Maybe we saw a cool movie. I don't know. Whatever it is, we're going to talk about it. It's oh, loose. You're bringing in movies too. Damn, you rock. I'm going to do I, some TV. I, I just have a few. Okay, fantastic. I appreciate that because um, I know that some listeners know I do a hardcore podcast called Axe to Grind. A lot of my new music listening bandwidth has gone towards that side of things. Um, but that doesn't really uh, display what I listen to most regularly and most frequently, which is a kind of... I'm not trying to be on here and be like, I, oh, ha, ha, I'm such a broad taste. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I do listen to a lot of music and I try to and I enjoy it and it's 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 really nice. But... Um, I mean, between your two podcasts, I'm surprised you actually have time to listen to anything else. Pete, I listen to more non-music than music. Come on, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Pete, I like sports. Um, so, True, yeah. No, no I, I want to say this. Um, it's interesting, the the bandwidth of time and how you can take in consume media, whether it's music or TV or movies or books or whatever it is. Um, and I have uh, a big child and a small child. Big child's fantastic. Um, small child also fantastic, but in a different way in terms of with the big child, he will listen to music, he will read, and we can have music on. Da, da, da. Small child, less so. <laughs> <laughs> but the balance is interesting. Uh, small child... Uh, who is now um, about a little over a year and a half, is uh, funny. She'll dance when I put on music of all types, actually, which is really <laughs> funny. It's really funny when she's bopping to the, uh, like, like doing little baby dances and I have something that's, like, relatively discordant on it. I'm like, oh, this is, like, this is a fantastic, <laughs> like, Instagram video in the making. Like, that's oh, great. Okay, like, bopping to uh, an aggressive metal track and she's just like, just like a, a small, cute baby girl, like 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 feeling getting it. with the feeling the beat, you know. Yeah, um, loves that power beat. Um, so that is where it comes in that when it comes to non-punk music, my new music intake is 
is somewhat thin. So what I'm going to do is direct people. If you want to hear what new music and punk and hardcore I listen to, hit Axe Grind. We do a year end thing, and that's always fun. It's it's a cool spot, and uh, I, I always it's a fun activity over there. I do have some overlap that may that. I kind of want to hit the broader audience stuff here. You know what I mean? I don't want to keep it and say, oh, well, I won't talk about the punk. But like, uh, you, you, you'll you get it all here. But go over there if you want to hear about what my favorite seven inch of the year is, for for lack of a better term. You know? There you if go. You hear, you know, if you want to hear my favorite hardcore record of the year, it probably is the gel cold brat split that convulsed it. I thought that was great. Um but I have a bunch of stuff and I'm so glad because I hadn't thought about opening it up to other media and I, I will Pete, I will. (laughs) Um, Why don't you kick us off? What's something you've been rocking in 2022? Cause we're going to do old, new and everything in between of all types of media. I'm psyched. For sure. So I'm going to open it with a record from 2022. That got a lot of spin for me. Uh, Tony Molina Mm. put out a new record called in the fade on run for cover records, which maybe this gets a mention on Axe the Ground. I don't know oh. your guys I don't know your guys' lists, but like we do we we do shout out to Tony Malia. Um I haven't spent as much time with this record as I'd like, and I'm a pretty big fan of some of his other records. Yeah. Uh, like Dist and Dismissed is a record I think still really holds up. Like it's great. I've I've gone back to that this year. Yeah. No, that's a really good one. Um all of his records are about like 15 minutes max. So it's one of the things I love the most about about him. For sure. Keeps his short and tight. So like it's uh it's fun to listen to his records. And this one, it has a little bit more variety to it, I think, than any of his other records. Um this feels like kind of the COVID record where he maybe was getting a little more experimental with things. Mm. But it's an easy listen. It's uh it's just a super fun kind of lo-fi record if you're a fan of like Guided by Voices or uh, Dinosaur Jr. or uh, anything of that kind of like indie rock, but like kind of with a punk edge stuff. I think you'd like this. I strongly agree. I co-sign that. It's this odd place where indie, punk, and rock all come together in this weird post-communal way. Um, where none of those descriptors feels totally apropos. Yeah. But once we all start pointing at it, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Okay, cool. You know? Yep. Um, hell yeah. That's a great one. All right. So let's see. I'm going to... Um, oh, man, do I go... I don't want to be so typical. Pete, I want to say this. Prior to us doing the stone roses yeah uh the stone roses were a band i thought were good cool but not something i loved Mm -hmm. i really love that record it's great it's great and uh it's become part of my regular rotation i love it and the best song on it is still don't stop (laughs) so but this is a record i play a lot i actually um my my significant other one of her favorite bands of all time is Portishead. She loves Portishead. Sure. Okay. And I was like, you know, <clears throat> they're not the same. And I don't even know that I'd say they're particularly close, but I think there's actually, if you put a Venn diagram of Portishead fans and Stone Roses fans, there's a pretty heavy overlap. I can um, see that. 
and I was like, this is like this is the other cool thing that was happening in England in the early nineties, you know, in the like late eighties. Uh, and I, I think she could vibe on it. So uh, that that's high praise for me to recommend it to my significant other who who likes good music, but as somebody who's like a professional and a mother, um, she doesn't always have time to take in new things. And uh, I tried to uh, encourage that as one. I think that's a record. I don't know why the Stone Roses evaded me in listening as a regular listen. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'd listen and I was like, oh, it's cool. I think it's a, sh- a grower. I think it's one where, one, worthy of the headphones listen. Two, there's a uh, there's like a rhythm to it that in repetition, it really sinks its claws into you. It and if you just does. give it a casual toss away listen, it can just come across as like, oh, it's pretty good. You know, like, and, and you might cast it away and there might be a, a hook here or there that you remember but if you if you sit with it it, it really does it's rewarding uh revisit so that's been in rotation almost all year that's cool i love to hear it mm-hmm. it should be on rotation for everybody all year every year <laughs> well let's see all right what, what's up what's, uh, okay you know what we're gonna do snake draft style so you did the first one i do the next two cool and then you do the the one after that. Um, this is not a record I've listened to a ton, but it kind of hit my radar later in the year. Um, exec, I believe is how you pronounce it. Some Beautiful Species Left. Have you heard about this record? I know nothing about this. Okay, so it is... Man, how do I explain this? Um it is a um, so I don't even know that much about them. I think they are a vaguely post punk, but almost like heading in the direction of like all right, prog post punk alt indie is how I would say it. Um, okay, it's weird. It feels arm's length. But this record that I was listening to, I think it's actually from 2019. It's called Some Beautiful Species Left. Um, just kind of, I put it on the other day. Um, well, other day, like two months ago, really. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just started sitting with it and, and really enjoyed it. Um, it's pleasant, but also a little off kilter um, and feels sort of disaffected. If you will, I think that's a word that gets tossed around a bit too much, but but like disaffected at arm's length, but also in this really endearing way. So I actually this is one that I was I when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I should send this to Pete, but I haven't. And nice. I'm curious to think what you what you think of it. So exact E X E K, and the record is um, some beautiful species left. Hell yeah, yeah. All right, you My get turn? the next two, buddy. Yeah. All right. So one thing I actually forgot to mention for Tony Molina and Mm. maybe I'll count this as one of my picks. Sure. But um, actually for this, let's not, I'm just going to mention it. Um, Tony used to be in an old band called ovens and Mm. I forget what label shit. Um, (laughs) It's okay. It's a loose one. Yeah. But there's, 
a cool record label that I am forgetting the name of is putting out. I think it's a triple LP maybe, or maybe it's just a double LP. Okay. Um, of a CD that they put out a while back. Um, Interesting. And it's exciting because it's just one of those things that if you're a fan of Tony and his stuff, you're going to like it. Um, it sounds, you know, it sounds like an early version of the Tony Molina band, basically. Um, oh, interesting. And it's getting a reissue, which is something that I think a lot of people never thought would happen. And now it's happening. So it's pretty cool. Um, and I think that comes out this month, December, actually. So that's an exciting on, new uh, one. Broad, what is this? Uh, Tank Crimes. Tank Crimes. Thank you. Hell yeah, Tank Crimes. Scotty Karate. What's up? Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Okay, cool. This is cool. Yeah, double um, LP. I think it was called triple LP because they assumed on the CD version that it would be a triple LP, but it's actually going to be a double LP. Pete, so that doesn't count. That doesn't count as one of your picks. That's just a cool recommendation. That's what people yeah. come for. So that's what I'm saying. Count as one of your picks. Picks. Doesn't I like count it as a pick. So yeah. I have a weird next pick. Hell yeah. Band called The Hated. Oh, yo, I'm so excited you said this. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. So, awesome. But I, but I got some weird things to say about this. Please. So here's do. the thing. I don't know much about The Hated. All I know is that no they're from does. Maryland <laughs> yes. in the 80s. And yes. they were a band that I probably heard of 20-something years ago when I was living yes. in San Francisco. My friend made me a tape, and it had a bunch of Hated stuff on it. I have no idea what stuff. It was just a bunch of songs, and I thought it was really cool, and I liked it. But I kind of forgot about them for a long time now because I lost that tape and I didn't have any of their music and it wasn't available and all that stuff. So now Numero Group is putting out a whole collection of their discography yes. and all this unreleased stuff that never yes. saw the light of day. And I listened to it the other day. What'd you think? And I had a hard time with it. <laughs> Yeah, this um, is supposed to be the stuff we like. Yeah, Paul, I just want to talk about it. I, I, I do like it, but I was so no, excited. Vernon, this doesn't count. You didn't rock uh, with this. This is was, something that's cool to talk about, though. I'm excited I, this, to talk this about is, this. This is stuff we were talking. This is stuff we were okay, listening to. Okay. The whole okay. vibe is just right. things okay. we were listening to. Oh, so, okay. So we can go for stuff we thought was like fine. Yeah, All right, oh, cool. yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what the, the people come here to see what we're, li what we're listening to and what we think okay, is fine. Okay. So tell me about no. it because I like this energy. All right. I just, I just wanted, dude, I wanted to talk about this because it's a weird thing when you are so excited for a thing and then you yep. listen to it. And yep. if I heard that when I was, in my teens, I would have been all over it and I probably would have been like so amped on all these reissues. And now it's just too noisy for me. I like put it on and I was like, I don't know what, in what situation I'm going to oh, listen to this and like really deep dive it. It yeah. just, it was like a bit too much for me, which means that I'm fucking old is what I'm saying here. Oh Jesus. Okay. So I thought that this would be, you know, a funny thing to talk about, but we don't I'm have to. I, no, I'm psyched to talk don't, about it. Don't get mad at me, Bob. I love it. I love. I love because it, it opens. You just open the door for me to talk about more stuff. So that's oh, cool. I just um, want this to get weird. Well, so here's the thing about the hated. Um, I've. I can't tell you the last time I heard them. Um, there's sort of this odd, like, sort of credited as this proto 
right revolution summer but they weren't really part of revolution summer um but they were sort of seen as like potentially influential of the early emo sound um and influential to the direction that some of the discord stuff went in that same time period Mm -hmm. though they weren't really a part of it at all they were just kind of there um and doing their weird weird thing and yes, the uh, best piece of shit, Volume Four, yes. double LP comp on Numero Group, uh, which I don't know if it's. I think it's out actually. I think it is. Um, yeah, is very interesting to me. So uh, I, I have, I'm excited to sit with this, and I know exactly what you're talking about. There's this line with this kind of music, where production, when you were a teenager, you could really like sit with peel back and just like attach to yeah and then later in life you might be able to overlook it because you have that fondness that you built at that time yeah but when you're introduced to the new version of that it's sort of like okay it's tough it's tough so i am very i'm actually like i was so psyched you brought this up because i haven't sat with it and i really want to so that's this yeah, is really melodic. The there are some really cool songs, and there there are some songs that are gonna maybe bum you out. I, I believe it. I so. believe it. All right, this is on my list to listen to this week. Uh, wow, how wild! Yeah, and it's and it's on streaming, which makes it even better because none of this stuff was on streaming for a really long time, and now you can. Um, no, oh, three thousand ninety monthly listeners. Good job, guys. All right. Nice. Um. All right, you have one more. What else? <laughs> all right, I'm going to pick something that I actually really liked. Um, I went to Maryland Death Fest in May of this year, and some of my favorite bands that I saw were the late night shows. You know, at uh-huh. the, the fest vibe, you have the big daytime outside shows, but then there were mm-hmm. some smaller club shows at night. And one of the bands that I saw, I think from like midnight to 1.30 a.m., were a band called Ruins of Beverast. Ooh, and I, interesting. I had never heard of them, and they fucking blew my brain apart, and I've been listening to them pretty regularly all year. It's like really kind of plodding, like gloomy stuff, but it has kind of like a black metal-y feel to it too. Really? Really, really like atmospheric. It's like, it's like if... It reminds me of Neurosis in a lot of ways. Yep, okay. But like... If Neurosis had parts where there was like a double kick just being like, mm-hmm, like just plodding mm-hmm. along the whole time. Interesting. It's really, it's really, really cool stuff. And they, I'm not going to lie, they were so good live. None of their records have like scratched that itch for me in the way that the live situation did. But the the newest record, I think it's called The Thule Grimoires, okay. is great. And most of their records are great. So but if you can see them live, see them live. Ruins of Beverast. B-E-V-E-R-A-S-T. Ruins of I think they're Beverast. German. Okay. Beverast. Okay, there we go. The Ruins of Beverast. Okay. Interesting. Okay, cool. I'm excited about this. Good one. I think um, it's just one dude that like does all of it, and then he gets a band to play with him whenever he does shows. Typical black metal vibe. <sighs> Typical. Um, 
Speaking of typical, I'm going to go typical here. Uh, Pete, I've come to the decision that the Morrissey record collection, whatever it is, um, Bona Drag okay. is, his, uh, is his best record, including Smith's material. Wow. Um, it's a record I've long enjoyed, um, but just from start to finish, I think it's the most solid collection of his songs. Um, because I did, I did some diving. Uh, uh, some people know this and some people don't know this, but I'm a pretty big fan. Uh, I don't, I don't broadcast that totally. Yeah. And Bona Drag is like a collection thing of the singles. Yeah. Singles. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? It's awesome. Um, and people should listen to it. Uh, and it's awesome. And, it's like the earliest, not his, I think it's maybe his earliest material. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's kind of the his best of, of the early solo career, uh, most of which had not been released on any previous album. Um, yeah, it's great. I, I, I think people who enjoy the Smiths might stop there. And I will tell you that I don't find all of his solo material engaging um, or even many full albums, but Bona Drag is a true exception that I got to give a shout out to a guy named Dan who's from the shore who 20 something years ago gave me the same advice that I'm now saying on a podcast 22 years later, (laughs) which was, Oh, you like that stuff? The Smiths? Oh, you should really give this a try. And I'm now saying it. This is better. Um, and I love the Smiths, but I think this material is just right there with the very, very, very best of the Smiths material. So uh, shout out to that. That's gotten a lot of spin from me t- this year. Um, Pete, have you seen the show on HBO Euphoria? I have not. No, I've heard a ton about it, though. Okay. Let me read you the uh, the one line from the official HBO.com website. Euphoria follows a group of high school students as they navigate love and friendships in a world of drugs, sex, trauma, and social media. <laughs> as, a, uh, 40, tame. as a 40-year-old man, it sounds like Barf Burger. But, yo, I watched it, and it's great. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> um, it is certainly an adult show. Um, but it, it's really uh, engaging like TV fodder as a dude who loves all the sci-fi, loves all the high fantasy, likes some documentary stuff, and I'll touch on that. I'm kind of left with this weird space where there's not just fodder TV that I enjoy. And Euphoria was good fodder TV that I enjoyed. And I think it's important to diversify your catalog. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm team Cassie. Maddie's cool too, but I'm team Cassie. I don't know <laughs> what it is. I just, I like her weird energy. I love it. Okay. You're up. I'll get to that at some point. Um, I, I'm going to go with a reissue that came out this year. Mm. Um, The band Wilco, the record Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Um, Mm. If you're a Wilco fan, chances are you've heard this record. Um, They recorded a ton of music in the making of this record because I 
think it's the first record that they recorded in their own studio. So they just kind of had infinite time to noodle around. Yep. And they've had, there's basically been bootleg circulating of these sessions for years and years and years. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where if you're a fan, it's pretty cool because there will be like five different versions of a song that you're really familiar with, but done completely differently. So um, I've had like MP3s of this stuff for a long time um, and I'm a big fan, but they finally reissued it properly this year uh, and it's fucking great. So I listened to that a lot this year and it was really exciting to finally have that out in the open. What's the starting point for Wilco? Real quick, what's the best start off? Never heard Wilco. What do I listen to? Uh, I started with the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I think it's a great starting okay. point. Okay. Um, so I would go with that. All right. What's up? Second, you, you run, runner, runner up, I would give uh, Summer Teeth. Okay. All right. Do I do one more? You do one more. You did one. You do two. Snake style. Snake style. All right. So it goes um, one, two, two, one, one, two, two, one, one, two, two. That's the way it goes. You keep going. All right. All right. I uh I did a kiss deep dive this year. Hell yes. Oh and I, 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 I love thoroughly it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Like even most of the bad records I found redeem. a lot of good songs. And even if they weren't good songs, they were a lot of fun, man. Um, yeah, they're they are uh, like in the same way as I said, uh, Euphoria fodder TV. I think it's fun. It's it's, just, and I mean, you know, it deals with some pretty heavy content. So I shouldn't like be like, oh, it's just like fun. It's like romping children, <laughs> doing drugs, and like dying and shit. But it's like, okay, this is not like you you learn the cast of characters and then follow their you know infinite dramas. It's cool. Um, Kiss is like buddy cop teen romantic comedy just levels of hijinks and fun in music form it's so much fun so what got me started on this was there's a dvd release they did maybe 10 probably 20 years ago now geez 2006 the kissology (laughs) it's just like Early early shows, early music videos, early stuff. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I was like doing some mindless work. And I was like, I'm going to throw on this Kiss DVD because I haven't watched it in like 20 years. And I was so in on it that I just like continued the trajectory and just listened to all of the Kiss albums. Yes. And uh, it was like... It was a lot of fun. I think my wife ended up hating me because I put like this best of kiss collection together that she like is not so excited about. And I would listen to it in the car all the time, especially this summer. Um, dude, creatures of the night is awesome. Um, it's awesome. Yes. It's I, awesome. It's, speaking to one of the, the, the chosen folks. I love kiss. Yeah. Um, and then like records like dynasty that I know a lot of people hate on. I thought it was super fun. Unmasked um, has some great tracks. Music from the Elder took a minute, but after like my <laughs> after like the third listen, I was in. And then like even lick it up, animalize, lick asylum. Lick yeah, there's like that big hair metal energy, which gets really exhausting at a certain point. Like, but you for know, a track or two is like kind for of for a fun. track or two. Like, yeah, and like crazy nights 
has a few tracks. Hot in the Shade has like one or two tracks. After that, I got to say, Revenge, solid. And then there's like nothing after that that <laughs> I'm interested in. Like Carnival of Souls, where they like try doing the uh, the grunge sound is yeah, no so thoughts. bad. Yeah, no, so, no, 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 no. Like no, I thought no, it would no. be fun. No. It's not even like it's no, not no, even no. something I can like laugh at and listen to as like a goof. No, it's just no. really bad. No, um, you you listen to MTV Unplugged just for shits and giggles. Okay, that's that's all you need. Yeah, um, didn't love that one either. That no, one, like, no. yeah. Uh, Kiss Alive Three also not not an easy listen. Um, Kiss Alive Two is my favorite live. Ugh, it's it's in my top five favorite live records of all time. It's great. It's great. It is great intro to it. I, I mean, here's the thing to me. <sighs> no, kiss rips, man. Whatever. People people can be mad about it. I'm not. Whatever. <laughs> They're great. Great, Those people great, are wrong. great fun. They're yeah. wrong. And they don't like fun. And they probably have <laughs> never seen a rainbow in their life. And they've probably never looked out the window and seen fireworks and thought, oh, that's pretty fun. Or eating popcorn. Or like ran around a park on a sunny day or swam in the ocean or eaten ice cream like you don't like kiss cool nice life <laughs> yo actually shout out to our friend tim cronin that came on last month for the uh monster magnet episode mm-hmm. he actually did a album by album deep dive oh, um it. on the kevin smith adjacent podcast called tell him steve dave Okay. <laughs> um, it's 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 really fun. I think they're they're like they've been doing it over the course of like years at this point, and they're only I think up to the solo albums. So it's very slow. There's like one episode every four months, but it's uh it's fun. Recommended. You wanted the best. You got the best, hottest band in the world. Search tracks. <laughs> um. All right, my turn. Uh, I'm gonna shout out a band, Final Gasp from boston um they did in uh i think it's like a two song ep called homebound uh new song and then a husker do cover of the girl who lives on heaven hill this band is the closest thing to sounding like sam hain uh they did a record in 2021 called haunting whisper it came out on triple b records um it sounds like Sam Hain, but without being cosplay and maybe better has, has a little bit of crunch. Yeah. Yeah. I really, you think maybe better. I really like this band. <laughs> I really like this record. I wouldn't say better, but I really like this band. Um, and I think they're supposed to be trying to put together another full length at some point. And I would strongly recommend that. Um, yeah, this is a cool band. And if you like that stuff, if you like weird kind of, dark punk music and you like the Danzig stuff, but you haven't found something in the punk world that that's scratched an itch for you in that way. Give this record a chance because I think it, the, the full length haunting whisper, it's a, it's like a 12 inch EP um, is good. It has a really different energy to it. So I, and then the EP that came out this year, it's just a two song. You probably just stream it. Um, but that's that was cool. I was excited. It was one of those things that it came out, and I was unaware that it came out. So was, I, I was like, oh, cool, new music from something I like. I like that. You recommended that 12-inch to me a while ago, and I really liked it. 
Hell yeah. And I, I, and I say that. maybe I say maybe better as kind of a joke, but I got I'm not gonna lie, our Sam Hain episode. Yeah, made made, he, made you think, he made you think some thoughts, I know. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Let me see. Let me see. Let's see. Um trying to think of some stuff I could recommend that's like uh it's like stuff I haven't sat on. Um <laughs> oh, okay, so this is something I've really enjoyed this year. Uh, and I guess last year too, but, um, Pete, are you familiar with Nexium NXIVM? Yes. I watched that documentary. Yeah. So the HBO did a documentary called the vow. There was another one, uh, that was fine. I can't remember what it is, but the season two just came out this year. I think season one was last year. Um, it is an unbelievable story of a, MLM turned cult, uh, like a, a personal growth, self empowerment, multi level marketing company. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was everyone's initial reaction to it is, oh, this is some crazy scam. But even these brilliant people were sucked into it and uh, based out of upstate New York um, where the fellow uh, Keith Ranieri was referring to Albany as new Rome, uh, like creating a new Rome, which was a really anyone who's been to Albany would, would look at you (laughs) sideways and then turn around quickly. If you tried to say (laughs) that to them, Um, it's fascinating. I've enjoyed that. There's several podcasts that go further into detail that I would recommend. Um, so, so it's, it's a really interesting story with so many different nooks and crannies where it's like, what's the most interesting part? Is it the, um, the fake sorority group for adult women that actually turns into a branding slash sex cult? Yeah. Or the, um, weird stories about, people being locked in rooms for multiple years. Dude, that was the roughest story. Or like the weird coercive power games of a man over, um, you know, that involved having sex with a mom and then her daughter. And then, you know, like attempting to have sex with her sister. Like it's insane. It's insane. And it's current. Like this all happened in the last, you know, it starts sometime. I believe they start this, you know, personal growth company in the late 90s or early 2000s. And all the stuff explodes in like 2017. So this is all recent history. And the sentencing only happened like two years ago. So uh, both those documents, the the vow season one and season two on HBO. Um, also, the new sponsor of In Search of Tracks, HBO. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I really, I really sunk my teeth in that. You saw it too, Pete? Yeah, I loved it. I, lo- yeah. I actually just finished season two. <sighs> the last, and I'm in, two- I'm interested in more. I'm like, really, like I really want to. Okay, I'll send you the link. So, 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 oh my God. So, the Times Union uh, has a podcast about it. Um, There's a Canadian broadcast company podcast about it that was really good um, called Escaping Nexium, I believe. And then the Sarah Edmondson and her husband, Nippy, have a podcast called A Little Bit Culty. 
that mostly uh, doesn't do it for me, but their episodes about the Nexium stuff are fascinating. And then the filmmaker, Mark Vicente, who was also a part of this, this thing, um, he has a podcast where he did actually episode debriefs for each of season two episodes. Interesting. Go into all this additional detail that's like, Oh, oh, like it was like questions like, oh, was was there anyone else locked in rooms? And he's like, yes, oh yeah, definitely. Usually for less time, like six to eight months. And it's like, wait, what? What? Oh my god! Right. Um. So, anyways, um, it's one of those things <clears> that <throat> this is kind of the cool thing in 2022. If you like something, man, I love Game of Thrones. I love House of the Dragon or whatever. But you know what? I get to watch the show. It's like an hour long once a week, and then there's upwards of four hours of podcast content about it <laughs> so you can really sink your teeth into stuff so that's uh, true so dig around pete close this out give us give us one or two more good things all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a few more um Please. the new melvins i'm just gonna do some quick hits yeah yeah quick hits the quick hits new, new melvins came out this year um last few records they put out didn't hit me super hard this one is like I think it's six songs. It's super sludgy and heavy. It's kind of back to like an older style. I loved it. I listened to it a lot. All right. Um, we'll go back and forth with quick hits. Yeah. Uh, the quicksand record that came out last year, distant populations has been in constant rotation for me. And it even was good enough that it made me go back to their 2017 record interiors. Nice. And now I'm full in that those are both very, very good records and gave me a renewed, sense that bands can get can reunite and do very quality material that's awesome yep um the band broadcast oh yeah great i listened to them a ton this year um have been been a fan for a long time but hadn't listened to them in a while i just kind of pulled one of their records out played it and i was like man why don't i listen to this band all the time and then i did hell yeah hell yeah um let me think let me think go you're keep going um discovered a new metal band called blute ausnord <laughs> okay b-l-u-t-a-u-s-n-o-r-d another like one man black metal show um they put this record out a few years ago and it's not the one that everyone name checks there are a few records that everyone name checks that I listened to that I didn't like that much, but this record called Disharmonium, okay, is fucking awesome. It's just like there's like very little vocals on it. Um, it sounds like, like, it sounds like an H.P. Lovecraft novel. It's like it just sounds like a complete nightmare. Um, but I really like it. Hell yeah! Okay, cool Very music, good. cool atmospheric vibe. Love it. <clears throat> you want me to keep going? Yeah, you you I mean you, you go go till you're done. Okay. You um, can keep going forever. You new metal band ones. called Dream Unending. It's like really uh, okay. heavy uh like s- sludgy but then super melodic band that i really like they just put a new record out called song of salvation oh and then i got four movies four movies let's hear it favorite of the year top gun no surprise Ooh, yo i still haven't seen it should i see see it it. at home i I know but 
We'll, no, see it in the theater if you can, but I don't know if I you know. can. I can't. I can't, but yeah. I, I will try. Okay. Okay. Beavis and Butthead movie. Whoa. It was great. It was great. Like, best of the year, great. Whoa. Wow. Like, I was, okay. Like, like, I was belly laughing in this way that I, like, haven't in a long time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Familiar. Super cool movie. Just, like, a total head trip, but, like, really beautiful movie and then a movie called pearl oh okay i've heard about pearl uh horror movie thriller slasher ish vibe um same director did a movie called x i think that came out last year and this is basically a prequel to that movie i loved it it was so much fun hell yeah pete i'm excited for the time when uh i love my children more than anything but boy Media is hard to consume <laughs> uh, when you have two children dominating I time. I can tell you all about um, Mario Galaxy. I can tell you all about watching YouTube videos. I can tell you all about Marvel movies. Uh, but uh, it has been a long time since I've been able to really sit and consume uh, good media. So, yo, everybody tracks pod we love you thank you for a great 2022 uh hit us with some of your high recommendations some of what you've been rocking this year new old everything in between uh you can do so at our social media on twitter and instagram at tracks pod and you can send us the emails we love the emails the emails are the best the best the best the mega the dog best. the best <laughs> uh, at tracks at gmail.com Everybody, happy new year. Happy new year. Don't expect you to